Welcome everyone to the very first episode of Overtime Baseball, where I, Owen, am going to bring you the latest baseball news, analysis, and hot takes. Today we're going over the last week of the regular season and what's at stake for each team. To start off, we're going to go to the AL East. Last night, the Blue Jays beat the Yankees 11-5, and the Rays beat the Mets 2-1. The Rays and Yankees have both clinched their spots in the postseason, and are battling it out to see who wins the division. Right now, the Rays are the one seed and will play the Blue Jays. The Yankees are sitting at the five seed and will play the Twins. That's a good matchup. We'll see how the Yankees will use their rotation. Cole will probably get one more start before the regular season as a final tune-up, and he, this will be a fun series to watch. The Blue Jays are currently holding the eighth seed with the Mariners coming at their heels. Even though watching the Mariners over the course of the season, the Blue Jays will probably lock it up. The Orioles and Red Sox will begin a three-game series starting tomorrow after coming off an off day. Moving to the AL Central, the Indians beat well, the White Sox 7-4 and the Royals beat the Cardinals 4-1. The White Sox have been a ro- on a roll this year, holding the second seed in the playoffs and would play Cleveland. They've really come on this year. Their young guys are finally stepping up with Abreu making a big contribution. On an interesting note, the White Sox called up Garrett Crochet, their top pick in the 2020 draft, and is strongly being considered for a spot on their playoff roster. In his last two outings, he reached 100 miles per hour on 13 pitches. This guy's story is very interesting because he got drafted out of the University of Tennessee, and he only pitched three innings before COVID canceled their season. So we'll see how game-ready he is and see if he'll make the roster. Moving on to the Cleveland Indians, the Indians are holding on to the seventh seed and are playing an important series against the White Sox to gain some ground in the Central. They are four games back of first and three and a half out of second, so they have a chance to get second place in the division and avoid being in the wild card. Their pitching has been phenomenal, and they just need their offense to stay consistent and for Jose Ramirez to keep mashing. He's leading the team in almost every single offensive court category. The Tigers. Their head coach is retired due to health concerns, so hopefully they can find a good young new manager to help with their core young talent they have on their roster. The Tigers aren't playing for anything and are looking towards next year as we expected. They end the season facing the Twins and Royals. The Royals, they've had a tough year. While the young players have looked promising and Alberto Mahanasi looks strong and they expect to build around him. On a side note, one of the Royals' rookies almost threw a no-header. He went eight innings against the Indians and looked really good. The Twins have clinched a playoff berth and are battling the White Sox for the division crown. They are currently a game and a half out. They end their season with the Tigers and Reds. The series versus Reds will be a fun one because the Rays ha- Reds have gotten hot of late and put themselves in position to have a run in a postseason berth. Moving to the AL West. The Angels beat the Rangers 8-5, and the Mariners beat the Astros 6-1. The Astros are in second place, six games out of first. The A's have clinched the division, and Houston is the sixth seed. It would play the A's. The Astros don't have any pitching besides Grinkin and Lance McCullers. Besides that, who do you got? Their bullpen and offense is all right. They're a 500 team. I expect them to lose in the playoffs. I don't expect them to do anything, any damage like they did in 2017 because they don't have any buzzers or anything or whatever. But other than that, I see them losing in the first round. The Angels, they've been very disappointing. I expected them to be better, but they're not. They have a good offense. Their pitching has just not just been terrible. 
In recent years, their pitching has been awful. They end their season with the Padres and Dodgers. A tough way to end the season. But I've been say, I noticed this in the past years. The Angels have a good offense, but their pitching has just been atrocious. Like you're wasting Mike Trout's good years to make a playoff run, but you don't have any pitching to help them get there. They're investing in Rendon and Trout, but then they're not investing into the starting rotation. They're added Julio Tehran and Dylan Bundy on one-year deals, but other than that, they're not doing anything. And their young talent, they don't have any good young pitching talent. It's all in the outfield, so we'll see what they do from there. The Athletics, they're clearly the best team in this division. The rest of the division is just a crapshoot. They're currently the three seed and play the Astros. I would pick the A's to win that series because they're just a better complete team, even without Matt Chapman, who had to go on the IL. Although Jake Lamb, who they signed a couple weeks ago, has started to heat up, I expect them to get better. The Mariners are in the same situation as the Angels. They have a pretty good offense, but their pitching has been, hasn't been good. They're tied for third in the division with the Angels. They end their season with Houston and Oakland. They're kind of in the same way. They don't have any young, they have good young position players. They don't have any gun young pitching talent. So they haven't made the playoffs since like the 90s. So another year for them without the playoffs. Rangers are in last place. Nothing has gone good for them since Tatis' incident. And have a good pitcher with Lance Lynn and a good hitter with Joey Galloway. But beyond that, they don't have anything else. They have some old veterans and some young new players, but other than that, and put together. They have a lot of improving to do under their first year head coach, Chris Woodward. Moving to the National League, NL East, the Mets lose to the Rays 2-1. to Nationals beat the Phillies 5-1, to and the Braves beat the Marlins 5-4. to the Braves have a three-game lead over the Marlins and are playing an important series against them to gain more cushion for first place. The Braves will make the playoffs, and I expect them to be a problem for their teams. Their offense is filled with firepower. My only concern is their starting pitching. Cole Hamels just went back to the I.L. ending a season, but if they can figure that out, I think they'll be fine. They just need to figure out their starting rotation. Their bullpen and offense is great. They just need, like, four. They need their four and five to come together. Because this year for the playoffs, there's no off days until you reach the World Series. So you're going to need your starting five to do well. Next is the Marlins. They're chasing the Braves for the division are currently the five seed. And they would play the Padres. They have a great starting pitcher with Sixto Sanchez and a pretty good offensive lineup. I could see them upset a team in the playoffs and possibly make it out of the first round. They end the season with the Braves and Yankees. A tough way to end the regular season. But it will prepare them for the, for the postseason when they face all these hardcore pitchers. Next is the Mets. The Mets have been a disappointing team. Their bullpen has been awful, giving up games late by Edwin Diaz, and will most likely not be making the playoffs, which is disappointing considering all the talent they have. DeGrom looks good. It is in the Cy Young race. Next year, I expect them to be better, but they say that every year, so we never know. They end the season with the Rays and Nationals. The Phillies, they're holding on to the 8th seed with the Giants and Brewers scratching at their heels. We'll see how they end the season and who, who ends up getting the 8th seed. If their whole pitching holds up, I believe they'll hold on to that spot. Although they have a lot of offensive talent, where I think they'll be fine, they need their pitching to step up, otherwise they will struggle to make the postseason. They end their season with the Nationals and Rays. 
Next is the Nationals. The Nationals have been disappointing considering their three-headed horse in the starting rotation, but hasn't but they haven't been healthy. You could say it's because of the World Series hangover, but considering the time off because of the COVID, I don't think that's the issue. I think because of the injuries they have had, the inconsistency has led to their 21 and 32 record. They end the season with the Phillies and Mets, but I expect them to be good next year. Moving on to the NL Central. The Cubs beat the Pirates 5-0, the Braves beat the Brewers 6-3, and the Cardinals lost to the Royals. The Cubs are currently in first place, and they have a three-and-a-half game lead on the Cardinals and the Reds, who are tied for second. They haven't clinched at birth yet, but they will be in the playoffs. They're currently the two-seed and would play the Reds. The Cubs' rotation has been great. Although I'm a little concerned about their bullpen and offense, but I feel confident they'll finish strong and, the, and they'll figure it out. They end the season with the Pirates and White Sox, which is a good series against the White Sox to help them prepare for the postseason. The Reds have been on a tear in the last two weeks, making a big push for the postseason after seeing frustration from Trevor Bauer and teammates. They've been inconsistent at times this year, but I think their offense and pitching will get them rolling to the end of the year strong. They're playing a three-game series against the Brewers, which is big because the Brewers are making a playoff push. The Reds end the season with the Twins. Brewers, they're in a crucial series against the Reds because they are fighting for a playoff spot. They're currently fighting for the eighth seed with the Phillies and Giants. They're going to need a big push from Brandon Woodruff and their pitching staff, who struggled all year long. They end the season with the Cardinals. If the Brewers pitching can get together and Hayter performs as he should do, I think they'll be fine. Because the Giants, I feel like they'll choke in the end. For the Pirates, it's been a rebuilding year. They've only won 15 games. Their pitching staff has struggled all year long. They had a disappointing season facing the Indians. Yeah, we kind of expected this. They only have 15 wins. We'll see how they go. The Cardinals, they are currently the sixth seed and are tied with the Reds for second in the Central. It will be heating up, though. Their pitching staff has been great, carrying on to this point. They are currently playing the Braves in the postseason, which is a fun series to watch, considering last year went to five games. And the Braves choked because they gave up 10 runs, but whatever. Give kudos to the Cardinals for actually showing up. Next is the NL West. The Rockies beat the Giants 7-2, and the, everyone else had an off day. For the Diamondbacks, it's been a disappointing season. They've really struggled. Their pitching hasn't been good, and their offense has been slumping. I expect them to be better next year with their core of young players. They end the season playing the Rockies. The Rockies, they've been disappointing, too, considering their hot start to the season. At the beginning of the year, they were on a tear but they just have not played good. Their lineup is filled with talent, but just couldn't pull it together, and their pitching has been all right. Their bullpen is not that great. They just released Wade Davis, who had like 20 ERA. Yeah, ouch. And they signed him to like three years, 50 million, which really hurt their salary. Just not kidding what they paid for. So we'll see how that ends. They end it with the D-backs. The Dodgers, they've been amazing this year, as expected. They look good and are preparing for a deep playoff run. And I expect them to do well. They're a one seed and would play the Phillies. I would take the Dodgers in that series because of their incredible pitching staff and explosive offense. Dodgers have just been amazing. We'll see if they can make it to the World Series and finally win for once. Even though the last three times they've choked or won. They should have won because the Astros cheated, but we're going to discard that for now. Next is the Padres. They've been a fun to watch. I like their vibe 
and what they're all about. I can't wait to watch them in the playoffs. It'll be fun, exciting. They're currently the four seed and we play the Marlins, which should be a fun series with all the talent both teams have. With watching Tatis against the Marlins' top two pitchers, San Sixto and Sanchez, we'll see how that goes. It'll be fun to watch. The Giants, they're fighting for the AFC with the Brewers. I think they can do it only if their pitching is good because lately they've struggled. I have faith in the lineup that they'll score runs, but we'll have to see how everything shakes out at the end. They end the season playing the Padres, which is no easy task. It's a tough way to end the season, but if they win three out of four, they'll put themselves in good shape and have confidence moving into the postseason and possibly upset someone. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Make sure to come back for my postseason predictions where I break down my thoughts and takes on the postseason matchups. Thank you. Thank you.